What is up, everybody? Welcome to Regular Guy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dave. It is January 14th, 2021. We are rolling into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and I'm joined by Buffalo superfan Rick. What's up, man? Hello. How's it going? Good. Can't wait to get started, so let's get this baby going. started with this week's action i want to do a little uh recap of last week's action so first of all what'd you see from the bills what'd you like didn't like concerned about let's get into it oh man Oof. well let's start with the fact that we won okay Jeez. uh first uh playoff victory in uh 26 years since it is 2021 here and uh wow you know it just really uh put another mark on the season you know we won the AFC East uh Josh Allen broke Jim Kelly records uh we've got a number one receiver with Stefan Diggs everything's looking up right so to get that win um was definitely monumental in in the life of a Bills fan I mean I know watching the game there was fans in in the stands you know all 7,000 of them or however many there actually were and uh, you could see the reaction. There were people crying because it's that big of a deal for this team to win a playoff game. Yeah, it was great to uh, to go to the playoffs two out of the last three years, but to actually get in as a number two seed, host a playoff game, and win it that was exceptional. So, what you know, that was the 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 end of it. Being a, a W is what matters, and. Uh, how we got the W was was a, a little scarier than I'd like to admit. Um, you know, you kind of saw a little bit of the old Josh Allen come out where he he uh, fumbled the ball on a sack, and thankfully we recovered. Um, you know, threw a pick, almost a pick in the end zone. Luckily, it was an incomplete pass. Um, even on our free play, he he threw a pick on that one, and uh, you know, it was a little a little nervous, but. You know, the other thing is we also saw the, the good side of the old Josh Allen where, you know, he ran it in. He did a lot of tough running in that game and, uh, you know, put the team on his back to get the W. So that was really, really good to see. Um, I would say the, uh, the defense is a little scary right now. Um, I, granted, it's playoff football, so everyone's playing tough. The Colts were putting it all on the line, and, uh, you know, our linebackers need to do a better job. This week is going to be tough. And uh, watching what uh, Phillip Rivers did with uh, baby hands and uh, Mo Alley Cox, you know, he he worked his tight ends. Uh, he made his receivers uh, catch the ball. He threw them open when he needed to. And, uh, you know, he Phillip Rivers had a good game, I'd say. So our defense, uh, you know, we could not stop uh, Jonathan Taylor. We uh, gave up, I think, five yards per attempt on, uh, you know, on average for running. And, uh, you know, that's, that's things, those are things we're going to have to button up for this week for sure. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think the rushing thing was a big deal. Um, Taylor had 78 yards. I think he averaged 3.7 yards per rush. And then Hines had 75 yards, averaged 12.5. I know. Um, so the biggest things this week is obviously going to be the running attack. That's going to be – I think that's the key. No matter what, I think the NFL, no matter how big it is in the passing, how big the quarterbacks become, it's all about running the football, especially in the playoffs, especially it's going to be cold, uh, might be some snow. Um, the biggest concern, I, I just could not believe these stats. I was looking at these um, before this podcast was kind of, you know, talk, you know, thinking about this game, um, what we saw was so the Buffalo rushing attack, if you call it that, was uh, Josh Allen had 11 rushes for 54 yards. He was the leader. Singletary was three for 21. And Zach Moss was seven for 21. Now you lose Zach Moss. So that's kind of your tough inside the tackle guy. Um, you bring in Devontae Freeman. You have um, Yeldon. Yeldon. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a problem, especially if the weather's bad. Um, and, you know, really running the balls, Baltimore's, that's their bread and butter. And they do a good job of the counterplays. They do a good job of, you know, running that giant fullback, whatever that thing is, in motion and, you know, confusing the linebackers and the safety. So I think they're really going to struggle with that. Um, so hopefully, but I mean, they're going to, I know they're going to be coached up. I trust Coach McDermott. I know they're going to have their guys up by the line of scrimmage. They're going to, that's going to be their job. Make Lamar Jackson beat you with their arm, with his arm. Exactly. So that's what, I think that's what they're going to do. Um, the other thing I'll just say real quick about this game is um, I know Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP, but I think as far as value to a team, without question, Josh Allen's the most valuable player to his team. Um, that game completely proved it. They were going to win or lose depending on how he played. I think Aaron Rodgers obviously has been really good this season, but I think you could plug other quarterbacks in that system with those players, and he they would do okay. But I think Josh Allen, I don't think there's many other players that you could plug into that system, the way they play, the position that, that co- the coaches put him in to make plays, and you know he makes it with his legs, arms. Um, you know, I think probably four times, especially after right before halftime, he's running right or left where there's nowhere to go, and yet he's somehow getting the ball down the sidelines to players or getting their feet in bounds just – you know, when I'm watching, I'm like, that's incomplete. There's no way he got those feet in. They did it all game long. I mean, it was just – it was unbelievable. I mean, I think I think he's special. He's going to have to be special again. Um, the biggest concern – this will be my last point, then I'll let you get back at it. Mm-hmm. Yep. But my biggest concern is Baltimore, the one thing they do is they blitz the hell out of the quarterback. And that's my one concern. He's going to have to get rid of the ball sometimes and just throw it away and get ready for the next series. And that's my one concern about Josh Allen this weekend is they blitz and they do not stop. Um, if he starts throwing the ball, trying to make plays when they're not there, and he starts picking, you know, throwing picks, I think this game could be ugly early. Um, that's my biggest concern. I would agree. I think the, you know, Josh Allen, he is just a true competitor. He's always going to want to make a play, and that's the one knock against him. He, he needs to do uh, a better job of knowing when to just get rid of the ball, not take the sack. You know, the sacks and, you know, he doesn't have a ton of INTs for the year, but, uh, you know, if it comes down to it and he's trying to make too big of a play, you're more likely to throw an interception, right? So I would agree, um, you know, picking up the blitz, the offensive line has done a pretty good job this season. I mean, he's, you know, if you watch him in the pocket, he'll actually just stand there and just wait for his receiver to get open. He'll take a hit if he has to. He'll fire it off, and boom. And, uh, yeah, you're right about um, – I think it was Gabriel Davis had the uh, the sideline catches, and they were incredible. I mean, just 
watching him drag his feet. And it's so funny watching the uh, the replays where they're literally looking for the uh, the pieces of the uh, the turf to come oh, yeah. up, the little black pellets. Um, so that's really impressive to 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 see, um, especially as a rookie wide receiver, knowing where his body is in space, uh, and then Josh being able to throw him open for the ball. Uh, that's pretty special. I was thinking about too that those plays. It makes me laugh because they were showing it in slow motion. He's not even looking where his feet are. I mean, can you imagine just walking through your house and saying, I don't want to cross this line, but I want to reach across here, but I don't want... His eyes are completely at the football, and yet his feet somehow still stayed in bounds. I mean, it was just... That was incredible. Those were two incredible catches. Both of them, when we were watching here, they were like, nope, that's incomplete, and both of them were good to go. So yeah, Exactly. That, that was that was definitely the series of the, the whole game. I think that if, if the Colts would have gotten a touchdown right before half... Um, it would have deflated the crowd. Um, it would have been ugly. I think they they had a chance to, you know, Josh, he could have really, Josh Allen could have really screwed that up in the second half because that's the thing about the Colts. Their defense is actually pretty dang good. Um, that kind of just changed the whole perspective of that game because that, that could have gotten out of control quick. Yeah, had, had uh, you know, the Rivers gotten uh, the ball back and scored and uh, then Frank Reich decides to uh, kick a field goal instead of going for it on fourth down. It's 10 points right there, and that's a game changer. I mean, considering it literally came down to the last play, although it shouldn't have because that was a fumble and the play before, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical Bills fan, right? You know, deny. <laughs> but the uh, the matter of fact is, you know, it, it was a close game. It was a really hard-fought game, and, you know, if Phillip Rivers comes back to the Colts, good for them. Uh, if not, then he's had a pretty good career and he'll likely be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Frank Reich is still a good coach, etc. You know, it's always bittersweet for the Bills when you got to beat up Frank Reich. Um, but hey, we might have to do it again if the Browns uh, beat the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, Kevin Stefanski was out last week. Alex Van Pelt was a former yeah. Buffalo Bill quarterback. <laughs> you know, it's like a trend here in the NFL. So before we go into this week, um, any other games this weekend that stood out to you that you watched were you impressed by disgusted by whatever whatever you want to say uh i mean the browns beating the steelers you know i uh you know i wanted the steelers truly i you know we already beat them uh we we you know we know ben roethlisberger is basically one-dimensional quarterback he's going to throw the ball um versus you know going up against lamar jackson uh, going up really against a lot of younger quarterbacks, but he is the best in the league as far as using his legs, no doubt. Um, so I think the Browns getting in and into the playoffs was good for that team. And uh, the fact that you have two teams drinking the Lake Erie water, uh, both winning the, the uh, wild card round, uh, you know, puts the league on notice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so let's get, we'll go right into, um, actually we'll go to the early game first. So we'll go Rams at Green Bay. Um, Green Bay is favored by six and a half. Um, over under is 46. looks like the weather is going to be decent. It's going to be cold. Um, doesn't sound like it's going to be snowing there, but um, it's going to be cold. I think it's snowing there all week, so there might be some remnants on the ground. But um, the only real news out of this is Jared Goff's going to be starting. Um, the Wolford guy, um, he will be out. So any thoughts on this game? Uh, I expect Green Bay to, to beat them. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, a, a very good effort from the Rams on the defensive side of the ball, but I think they'll probably just get worn out. 
and then, you know, outscored, and then it'll be game over. I think this game will probably be decided by halftime. Yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure on Green Bay, though, as well. I mean, this is, you know, Aaron Rodgers for, you know, he basically had the one Super Bowl. They've had some terribly heartbreaking losses, and he's he hasn't been great in a lot of these playoff games. So I think there's a lot of pressure there. I think they're going to take care of business here. But th- I think this is the Green Bay's best chance to get back to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, if you look at the other side, you got Tampa Bay and New Orleans, both with obviously aging quarterbacks. Both of them have, you know, they're both good, but they both have, you know, kind of different strengths and weaknesses. But I think Green Bay is the better team of that bunch. So Green, I think Green Bay has to take care of business here. Golf, obviously, um, you know, I think the fact that it's only six and a half is still bizarre to me. I think this should be a 10-point spread. Um the Rams, the Rams beat credit. Seattle, but Seattle was terrible last week. I, I just cannot believe how bad they were. If you watched, too, they were showing the slow motion of Goff throwing. He couldn't hold the ball with his thumb. He probably shouldn't even be playing. Like, even Traikman was saying, why is he, he – he had a good point in that game. It's like, that's that should be a season under him. You got pins put in your thumb a week ago, and yet you're playing in an NFL game. I mean, it's going to be cold. And, you know, I know Goff's young, you know, obviously younger than us. But, you know, when you're getting cold and stuff like that, and you have injuries, the cold – amplifies it so i'll be i'll be curious to see how he throws the ball uh cam Akers might have to run for 250 yards for him to win the game but that's i, I like yeah that's it big. i mean that's really what he has to do he has to play lights out you know non-stop bull nose just run run over people put it all on the line don't be afraid of injury you know this is your last game of your career because you might not honestly make it back with the same team or you know the playoffs and uh you know you know, if you're looking to get paid again and continue your NFL career, they're going to look at how you did in the in the postseason. Yep. You know, um, yeah, I think the fact that you've got uh, Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon on the other side of the ball, it's like they can they can control the game. They yeah, they really can. I think the only thing I'm really interested in though is I I, I want to see the Jalen Ramsey and Devonte Adams matchup. Um, that's the only thing I think Rodgers. I think he seems like when Devontae Adams isn't out there, he struggles a little bit. So I'll be mm-hmm. curious to see how he deals with that, especially if he plays him the whole game. I, I doubt he'll play him the whole game, but that should be a really good match. I mean, that's two physical big dudes oh, yeah. that can really get after it. So um, that I think that'll be the, the one big matchup from this game that I'm actually looking forward to. Um, so obviously we're here for the game. Baltimore at Buffalo. That's right. Uh, Buffalo's favored by two and a half points, which seems about right. Um, over under is 49 and a half, which seems a bit high to me. I mean, um, this could be high scoring, but Baltimore's really, they haven't been scoring a lot of points. I mean, that's the one thing um, when I talked to James earlier this week on the podcast, um, you know, for how much, you know, people are kind of sucking up to Baltimore right now, how great they're playing. All, they weren't that great last week, and Tennessee's a terrible defense. So Buffalo's a better defense. The weather's going to be colder. Um, could be, I think there's supposed to be snow. Um, Lamar Jackson's already voiced his concern. He's never played in snow. Um, you know, for running quarterbacks doing all that option stuff, I and mean, that could be a huge problem. So I think it's going to be, you know, there could be some turnovers with them. Um, so those are the positive things for Buffalo. Um, obviously, the negative stuff is um, Lamar Jackson's obviously really good. Oh, yeah. Ball, yeah, Buffalo's defenses can be questionable. They can be really good, but they can be questionable. And then it's really going to be how Josh Allen deals with the blitz and how the offensive coordinator deals with it. And clearly, um, Buffalo's going to have zero running attack, so they're going to have to do it through the air and with Josh Allen's leg. So that's those are my two concerns. Um, I'll make my pick here in a little bit, but I'll, I'll, I'll like to hear your concerns and what you think is going to happen. Well, I mean, you know, I think you hit it on the head right, right there. You know, you basically have a three-headed monster with Gus Edwards, um, 
J.K. Dobbins and obviously uh, Lamar himself, you know, who's going to get the ball? You know, if you get a two RB set, any th- any one of those three guys could be carrying it. And uh, literally, you know, they could just redirect and that's it. You know, it's going to be a 20-yard pickup at a time and we'll see. Uh, it's going to come down to how much pressure can the front four put on Lamar Jackson and then how well will Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano respond to getting the ball shoved in their face almost every single play. You know, because yeah. if it's going to be third down, he's going to go to Mark Andrews. And or run it himself, and you know Mark Andrews is a legit tight end, and uh, you know otherwise they get caught off guard. It's going to go down the field to Hollywood Brown, and you know, and and the uh, who's an old guy on that team? Des Bryant. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You know, if a former bad. cowboy somehow rips into the Bills, I am going to lose it. <laughs> I literally am going to lose it. Now I think. Uh, I think honestly, um, you know, with with having TJ yelled in there, uh, the risks of, of fumbles go up. Uh, we don't really have a, a smash running back on the roster. I think Antonio Williams, if he gets called up from the practice squad, uh, he had two touchdowns against the Patriots a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, garbage time this and garbage time that, but you know. He's still a good, solid running back, and you know if they call his number, he'll he'll make a play. Um, ball protection is going to be really important for the the Bills. Uh, if we don't turn over the ball, I think we could win this game. If we start fumbling, if Allen takes a bunch of sacks, God forbid he gets hurt, then uh, it's going to be a different story. But uh, it's it's really going to come down to how well the Bills D plays against. Uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, if they can contain him uh, I think our offense is is better than their defense and uh, you know we've got several capable receivers between the multiple tight ends you know even Dawson Knox had another touchdown last week Um, you know Tyler Croft can he's caught a couple touchdowns this year Um, you've got Cole Beasley you know even with a bum knee he was our lead receiver as far as number of receptions last week uh john brown is back in um you've got gabriel davis our our rookie wide receiver and obviously you've got stefan diggs who's just a playmaker and he's he is not afraid to go big time and he's also not afraid of you know not taking a hit saving himself and going down at the 10 because he doesn't need that touchdown but you know he's advancing the ball and you know he knows his role you know you don't get to you know however many receptions he's got 157 i think for the year and like almost over 1500 yards that's pretty good season not bad (laughs) yeah no i agree i think yeah you made a good point on the receivers and just kind of hearing you talk about i think that i mean obviously every position is a key but um you know tennessee the big thing so what again like i talked about baltimore what they do is they blitz and they basically rely on their cornerbacks humphreys and peters to basically stop Receiver. So what they're going to have to do is early is connect on a couple of those deep plays. Um, when they blitz and they got a go route going, he's going to have to hit Diggs. He's got to hit it. Um, he's going to have to hit John Brown. They're going to have to make some of those plays to keep those safeties back. Um, you know, basically make them worried about those big plays. So um, that's going to be key. That's what Tennessee couldn't do. They couldn't get the big play, and that's what that's what Buffalo is going to have to do. So 
Um, I don't know if you're ready to make a pick yet or you want to do. No, I mean, you know, just to just to kind of go back to um, the Ravens defense, I was watching uh, some some replays from the Ravens Titan game. And, yeah, there, there was one interception that Tannehill threw, but literally Corey Davis fell down right in front of the cornerback. So it's it's unavoidable in, in those cases. But I mean, we've we've faced the best defenses so far this year. I mean, you know, we beat the Rams. I mean, the Hawks aren't really much of a defense right now, but you know, we beat the Patriots. You know, there's still there's still some really good teams out there that we beat. And uh, you know, one of the things that you could look at is you know how well the Ravens did against other teams. They lost twice to Pittsburgh. We beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. They lost to the Patriots. We beat the Patriots handily. So, you know, it's it's all about Lamar Jackson this week for for all the talking heads. And you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. But he did most of his work on the ground this year. Oh yeah. So without question, yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, so all, I mean, I think Buffalo is going to win this game. Um, I think the weather is going to be a factor. Um, like I said, Lamar's talked about it. He's never played in snow. I think that'll be a big deal, especially if it does snow. I'm glad they have a crowd up there. Um, I think that's big. Um, I think that'll help. I think, I think too, I think Buffalo, for I, I know they won that game like you talked about, was just winning that game was such a big deal. I mean, let's be, they played like crap. I mean, a lot of different facets of that game. I think they didn't play a good game how we've seen them play for a lot of the season. Oh, yeah. So I think getting those nerves out. The nerves um, are out. Yeah, I think for the whole coaching staff and for all the players, I think that's past them. I think now they're already getting kind of overlooked. I think everybody's picking Baltimore from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a good spot for them to be in. So, um, so real quick, what I want to talk about, and then we'll move on, but um, – as a Bills fan, so you know, I want to do this before the playoffs, but let's kind of go back. So, on a scale of one to ten, so if they would have lost last week, how devastating would that have been? Um, you know, as a as a Bills fan, you you are so used to saying, "Well, there's always next year," right? <laughs> I mean, you know, we haven't tasted much success in this century, and you know, we we have bought in as a as a fan base the team has bought into trusting the process we know it's year four of sean mcdermott year three of josh allen uh you know seeing what they did in the regular season being 13 and three is huge winning the afc east for the first time since 1995 is is very important to this fan base crushing the patriots like we did was was our middle finger back to everyone on a Foxborough. And uh, I'm glad it happened the way it did. I'm glad even Matt Barkley got in and threw two, yeah, threw two huge passes, one one of them for a score um, in garbage time, essentially, and running up the score. No mercy. I like that component. We are not putting uh, our foot off the gas. We're, we're, we're going for it. So, had we lost last week, it would have sucked, obviously. But um, it, it wouldn't have been, you know, soul crushing to the point where we were blind to the amount of success we had overall in the season. I mean, a 13-win season, AFC East title, 
number two seed, et cetera. You know, there would have been a ton of griping about this new playoff structure and why the Colts were even in and we should have been playing the Browns and this and that, whatever the case yeah. may be. Got a bye. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got a bye week, exactly. Yeah, yeah that more importantly, got a bye week. Um, so, you know, I would say, you know, had they lost, it would have been more of like a probably five or six out of ten as far as disappointment level. You know, if they – when we get to the Super Bowl, okay, let's talk in those terms. If if and when we get there and we lose that game, that will be 10 out of 10 disappointment because it took so long to get there and just to get there and lose. You know, this 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 feels like a different season. It's it's felt that way. It's felt like a different team, honestly, for me since last year uh, on Thanksgiving when the Bills beat the Cowboys in Dallas and that was just so much fun to watch just to see one the Bills play on Thanksgiving and then two watch Josh Allen literally pick him apart without dicks yeah so I mean you know we we know this is not a one-year rental with him you know I could see him like honestly retiring with this team uh they'll keep Josh Allen on this team as long as he can play literally um because that's one thing you know, Buffalo for their own faults is is somewhat even more loyal than some of the players even deserve. Um, you know, like Kyle Williams. You know, he was not the best defensive tackle in football, but he retired. Yeah. He was a Bill all the way through, and I think ownership and, and management recognize that, and they'll hopefully do those kinds of things moving forward for some of the younger players that we have now. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a wild ride. I mean, gosh, you know, I. I was texting people and messaging people on social media that I haven't talked to in decades. And I've had people, you know, send me a text message I haven't even said boo to them in multiple years. And I'm getting all these messages and congrats and whatnot because, <laughs> you know, they just know I'm a hardcore fan and, you know, lifelong. I wouldn't say hardcore, but just a lifelong fan. You know, that's my team. Live, live with them through and through, better or worse, et cetera. And, uh, you know, when things are looking better like they are now, you know, you, you take stock and you, you have a certain appreciation for the level of success we're seeing because you know what it's like to not have it. And the nice thing about them as well is that even if even if you lose this weekend is the future's bright. I mean, it's not like you have a Philip Rivers on the team where he could retire tomorrow or Big Ben or Pittsburgh. You have no hope. I mean, they, Pittsburgh has no hope. I don't care what anybody says. As a team that has zero hope, whereas Buffalo, you have – you know, you got you have a decade with Josh Allen, and you know maybe you know another seven years with or whoever. I mean, they're going to have plenty of opportunities to compete, especially in that division, um, especially in the AFC. I mean, he's really good. I mean, if he improves that much over these last two years, I mean, think about the next. I mean, he's poo pooed everybody. I mean, that's the thing. He, oh yeah, he got a lot of crap when they drafted him. He was, you know, I read a really good article on ESPN about that. I don't know if you read that article, basically about kind of his development and how nobody believed in him and you know half the draft people said no good um you know he's just gonna be just another guy and but he's been he's proved everybody wrong so I think his improvement's been unbelievable um yeah it's gonna be fun man I I can't wait I think so what I mean my goal I not my goal but my hope is that we see Buffalo in Kansas City in two weeks and I hope the weather's good, and I just I, I just want to see the best team that wins. I mean, that could be a, that could be an all time shootout. I hope there's not rain or snow. Right. I just want to see those two quarterbacks go at it, and um, you know I don't know 
you know, Baltimore might mess it up. Or I mean, I think Cleveland's got a shot this weekend too. I think Cleveland's going to be a little bit better than people think. If if I had to pick, you know, my my desired AFC Championship game is in Buffalo against the Browns. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you know, two teams that have just you know historic fan bases. The fact that the Browns left and became the Ravens and they didn't have a team for three years. And, you know, it's been kind of like the butt of the joke of the NFL. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. So two two of those, you know, lower level teams, at least, you know, over the last two decades um, to get um, some reprise and uh, acclaim the way they are and to actually face each other in AFC uh, championship game would be incredible. At least that way, between uh, me and my friend Tom, who's you know lifelong Browns fan, um, someone's going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm hoping for Kansas City Buffalo. I don't care. I, I just want to see it. Sure, I want to see yeah. Josh Allen on the biggest stage. I think that's just that's just gold. I think Diggs could just tear them up. And um, I think if you win a Super Bowl, I think you want to go through the best. So you got to take down Fair the champ. Point. Yeah, that's true. So you got anything else for tonight? Uh, well, you know what? It's uh, it's really interesting to see um, the way, you know, as much as I hate this guy, Tom Brady, um, you know, his mental toughness is unquestionable. You know, and the fact that they're, um, you know, where they are, this is a Buccaneers we're talking about. I mean. Yeah, that's another snake-bitten franchise, yeah. Seriously, you yeah. know. Um, to see them where they're at and, uh, and Breeze. Uh, I honestly don't think either of those teams is going to go to the Super Bowl. I do think it's going to be Green Bay all the way. Uh, I think the Saints are going to win this weekend. But, you know, to see them both, uh, you know, playing and playing each other for this game, it'll be entertaining football. You know, we won't see this game again. I don't think you'll see Breeze and Brady play another game unless both of them come back next year, and then it's only because they're in the same division. Um, but, yeah, aside from that um, – I think the uh, you know the Browns game against the Chiefs I think is going to be better than people uh, estimate. I I think if everyone's calling the uh, the Chiefs to win, um, there could be an upset. I mean, for for Buffalo right now, I do like that it's all about Lamar Jackson right now. It's all about the Ravens offense um, because I think our team plays. Uh, better with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. We love the under underdog role in Buffalo. I mean, we th- we thrive on it. We want to be under the radar. We want to creep up and be like, oh crap, we got to play this team. That's the team we want to be. That's the team we are right now. And um, you know, looking at that from from that perspective, it's it's fine. You know, even if we were underdogs by you know the Vegas betting spreads, I'd be okay with that. No problem. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be honestly it's gonna be a, a kick ass game. I think it's gonna be the best game of the weekend, hands down. Um, you know, two like really hot NFL teams. I mean, you know, Baltimore has won six yeah their last six games. Uh, the Bills are obviously on a roll, have been for a while ever since Hale Murray, and uh, yeah, that's that's you know, it it's lining up to be. Um, what it needs to be for this season. So if if we if we lose, it'll be we're going out in style. You know, if we win, then you know we earned it and we're we're moving on. Yeah, I agree. I hate the Ravens, by the way. So I'm rooting for the Bills all the way, man. I want nice. them to win it. I can't stand those turds. Yeah, I just can't stand that defensive players. They're 
they're jerks, man. I just I can't stand them. So I'm going Buffalo all the way. Boom. Um, love it. So everybody, check out regularguysports.com. Rick Love's article up um, tomorrow or early Saturday. I'll have my um, betting up again. I think I'm 17 games over 500. So check that out. Win some money. Um, we'll be back with the podcast again Saturday night after the games for a quick recap and a look ahead to Sunday's game. So uh, thanks for joining me, Rick. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Fun times. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.